Okay, welcome everybody. This is uh, this is our sweet podcast. I'm Gary Salazar, and I'm the director for continuing education and workforce training here at Idaho State University. We're part of the College of Technology, and this is part of our community outreach effort. And we uh, we try to focus on different people from our community every time we do this. So uh, we provide non-credit community classes and workforce training to uh, our region, to our community. And today we're going to have. Uh, uh, Lucas uh, Bunzo with us, who will be talking to us about a really interesting topic uh, involving glass. So, our format today is going to be conversational. It's uh, 20 minutes long, and at the end of 20 minutes, no matter where we are in our conversation, we're gonna we're gonna cut it off. And that 20 minutes began uh, as soon as I started talking. So we're already into this. Thanks for joining us. Okay, with us today, I'd like to welcome. Luke, Lucas, Hello. Bunzo, he's uh, joining us, and Luke has uh, what I think is a very interesting business as an entrepreneur in our community. Well, thank you. You want, you want to tell us a little bit about, uh, about that business? What is it that, that you do? So uh, my wife and I, we collect glass bottles from um, bars and restaurants, and we try to repurpose them or reuse them in, in uh, different ways. Uh, currently, we have over 10 different products that we make um, using uh, glass that's picked up from, from mostly uh, Jakers and Sandpiper. I work at Jakers. I used to work at the Sandpiper, but I still have a great relationship with them, so they collect a lot of glass for me, and uh, yeah. All right. Now, so this is really intriguing. Now, what I'm understanding is that you are picking up full bottles, empty bottles, of, of uh, different liqueurs and scotches and drinks that they have. Yes. And th- things that they would throw away, and you're doing something with it, and you're making what? So uh, we started out making glassware. Um, I just wanted to make glassware for myself, actually. So I was collecting Grey Goose bottles just to have a, a set of glassware. And from there, uh, we had people asking us to make glassware for them for... Uh, usually like Christmas gifts or, or birthday gifts, something along those lines. But then we started making candles out of them, um, and then jewelry was our, our biggest thing. That was kind of what got us to uh, break out. We take pieces out of uh, glass bottles. We'll cut them up and shape them in, uh, in whatever, whatever shape you'd like them. Um, and then we drill them out and throw them on sterling silver, or we uh, make them into a pendant for a necklace, or we do little pieces for bracelets. We even take uh, colored glass and cut it up into little pieces and throw it in a tumbler to give it like a sea glass effect. Um, it usually lasts about two weeks per grit cycle, so sometimes these pieces can take a month to a month and a half to create before you can actually drill them out. But um, yeah, we do a lot of the jewelry. We make wind chimes. Uh, we make lighting. If you go up to the Sandpiper right now, we've got our lighting hanging above their, their bar there. Uh, we sell at the, the farmer's markets, so we also have these wind chimes that we hang on our, on our booth that catch the wind, and uh, those are always a, a hot seller. But um, I make guitar slides. Uh, I do a lot of, lot of different things. Basically, we want to take 
glass and and repurpose it. While recycling is good, uh, we do have a, a, a small recycling program here in Pocatello, which is nice. When we started, we, there wasn't any glass recycling, so all of the glass was going to the landfill. But now that we have the glass recycling, it's nice, but it still takes a lot of energy to recycle that glass. So our main yeah. thing is actually reusing and repurposing. I like that, and, and but I'm not sure I completely understand maybe the difference between recycling something and something that's being repurposed. Can you help me with that? Yeah, so uh, you take your glass down to the local recycling bin. You throw it all in there. Well, a company from Salt Lake City has to come up and collect all that glass. So there's a lot of uh, gas that's going to be used in, in transporting all that glass. Um, and then there's also a lot of different processes in, in breaking down the glass to make it be able to be recyclable or break it down into coal it. Um, so we don't want to have to use all that gas. Right. You know, we, we just prefer just to re repurpose something and uh, have it have another use because glass is, is, it's awesome. It used to be a luxury when it was first discovered. And over the centuries, we've just kind of made it disposable and, um, I just want to see it a little different way, I guess. That's terrific. Yeah. How did you? How did you and your wife uh, light on to this idea of using glass to to repurpose? I probably a lot of uh, Facebook marketing. Somebody was really good at marketing on Facebook because I used to always see this this Kinkajou glass cutter on Facebook um, in my sponsored ads or, or whatever it was and just really curious about it and then when I wanted to make my own glassware um, just decided to to finally go ahead and get it and from there we just started making a bunch sanding was definitely really hard at first and uh, you definitely don't want to grind glass dry or without like a respirator or anything because that's all silica dust and it's it's just dangerous you don't want to do that but I used to do that when I first started because I didn't know. So I'd just sit out there with a little belt sander on my front porch and just be grinding the edges of glass. And uh, Pocatello High School actually helped me out uh, with a, a saw and a lapidary grinder because they had a program that they were doing something along the same lines. But then it only lasted about a year or two. And so they had this extra equipment that they weren't using. So I more or less made a donation to Pocatello High School, and they uh, hooked me up with some neat gear. So th this kind of started like a, a hobby. You saw something on yep. Facebook, you wanted to try it, and, and it's Very blossomed into gifts to friends, and, and now you, you're turning this into a business. Is yes. that right? Yes. So And, and how do you market all of this? Uh, usually social media kind of take care, takes care of itself. Um, there's a lot of, lot of organic marketing involved. Uh, the farmer's market? Yeah, I mean, the farmer's market is a great place, but even just like doing posts on social media, um, it, we don't really have to boost too much because it kind of shares itself. A lot of people are really excited about what we're doing, um, especially the, the jewelry. The, the jewelry is really, really taken off for us. Um, but the farmer's markets, we do a lot of different craft shows. Our biggest craft show is going to be coming up at the Sawtooth Mountain Mamas in Stanley, which is a great, it's it's just a great show. It's it's right at the 
base of the Sawtooths. And it's two days long. It's it's a lot of fun. There's a big concert in the middle of it, and yeah, it's a good time. That does sound like a good time. Are you yeah. going to have an opportunity to enjoy the concert? Or are you always going to be out there Actually, working the booth? Yeah, the concert is at night after all the selling is all done, right. Right. which is is good times. Yeah, it's going to be good. That sounds excellent. And, and so your wife, she also knows how to do the grinding and the cutting. She does everything. Also, yes, um, she's more of our our marketing person. She's the one who. Uh, sets up our displays and um, I'm not great at putting up a display <laughs> uh, she's she knows what she's doing though she she has little things here and there that just uh -huh. makes everything look uh -huh. really nice and if it were me I'd just kind of put things out there you know it probably wouldn't look great so I probably wouldn't be as successful so she does a lot of that stuff uh, a lot of the designing of of products she just comes to me and says you know cut this one out in a, this way and yeah. yeah, this is fascinating. So, so she's the brains. She's the brains. So yes. how do you decide on on what to make? To, uh, like you, you said, you make so many different things from glassware, you know, um, some kind of uh, candles, jewelry, wind chimes, lighting. How do you decide which ones to to make? Is it just I like this and this is what I'm going to do? Really, I guess it's the bottles that kind of tell me what to do because some bottles are only good for some things. Um, like guitar slides for for instance i don't i actually don't sell many of those because i don't really put them out for sale i usually give them to my my musician friends but there's only one bottle that i can get that from uh which means that every bottle is is kind of specific to what it can be used for you can't have like a tiny little bottle and expect to use that as like a candle or something you know you'd want to have a good base so it really depends on the glass that that comes in you know, there was another famous creator who kind of said, you know, the stone tells me uh, what to do. Uh, Michelangelo, Michelangelo kind of a guy. So, you know, maybe a comparison with Michelangelo of glass. Yeah. That is, that's pretty cool. What, what are some of your, your best sellers? Jewelry is our number one thing. When you say um, jewelry, you're not talking rings, are you? We, no, I'm talking um, necklaces, bracelets, and um, earrings. Our earrings are, are definitely our number one seller. Um, we, I mean, I guess really the, the necklaces are also up there too and with, with the bracelets also, but the earrings were like our number one jewelry item that we started doing in the beginning. And those are the ones that can be like the most diverse. Um, a lot of people, you, you find that you have people who, who have very, very different styles. So when we do like custom jewelry day, you'll have somebody who wants a piece that's this long and then they want the other piece to be shorter. Now, they don't always have to be matching now. The people like them non-symmetrical. It's it's kind of oh. funky, you know. So so a, a person wearing earrings could have one that's dangling long yeah. and one that's like short, short. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's it's that's in style now. People that's in style know. ladies, is that right? No, yeah, no, not sure. I mean, he, she says <laughs> no. She says I don't everybody's different though, you know. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funky, but I actually had a gal who found some sea glass, some real sea glass on her, uh, river trip. She did this long river trip and she's down in Arizona and got a hold of me and wanted to see if I could take the sea glass pieces and, uh, drill them out for her or make them into earrings. And so we did, we actually just got done with those yesterday and about to send them back to her. So. It's pretty cool to be able to uh, 
have somebody's memories, you know, take, take, uh, yeah. You got a question? What's sea glass? Sea glass is glass that's dumped in the ocean or in a river uh, and basically is tumbled through a natural process of the rocks and the sand and, and the silica that's in the, in the dirt and everything like that. Uh, it just tumbles the glass around, usually for months, if not years. There's places that even have sea glass that is like centuries old because a long time ago they used to literally just take all the glass and just throw it right in the ocean. Um, I think in places like Ireland and Scotland, it's, it's actually quite popular there to go to beaches that have just full of sea glass that are centuries old, which is really, really cool. Uh, ours is a little bit more of a, not a natural process, but the same process. We just take a bunch of it and it just sits there and tumbles for weeks at a time. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. And what I took away from that was that if somebody found something like a piece of glass, yep. you'd be willing to kind of try and work with that and see what you could bring out of that. Absolutely. Huh? Yeah. Well, um, that's pretty neat. That'd be very personal kind of a, a memory for them. Yeah. A, a lot of the stuff we do actually is custom. Uh, one of the, the biggest things that, that actually ends up happening is we'll have somebody who, who let's say uh, you have a girl's trip and they take a bottle of Belvedere vodka, um, which is one of our, our most popular ones because it's got these, these tree branch designs on them. They all drink that bottle of vodka uh, and have a great time on their you know, <laughs> girl's trip or whatever, you know. They bring that bottle to me, or somebody does, and I'll cut that up and make it into you know, a bunch of pairs of earrings, and then it goes back out to the people that drank it. It just makes it much more of a, a sentimental... Um, item I guess right know? right yeah and so we do have a lot of stuff like that uh, wine bottles from people's weddings that they want made into candles it, it's it, it's a lot yeah you know I've been to sandpipers and I've seen uh, the lamps that are over over mm -hmm. that bar that, that's a nice job do you Thank get you. a lot of requests for that kind of custom work uh, we actually do a lot of people have been I I've, we have a lot of people who like to build their own bars like in their house you know uh, uh, the the man cave area usually and uh, when they see the lights they love it because then they can get whatever bottle they want usually any bottle they want uh, can be turned into a light which is nice but um, yeah we get a lot of a lot of custom lights so so you kind of expanded you, you went you know from doing uh, initially some kind of uh, candles for friends glassware for friends and then you've added and grown and uh, where do you see this going? I'm mean, look, you're expanding is what it sounds like. Um, yeah, we're, we're definitely expanding. Um, gosh, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure where, where we see it going. Right now, we just, we just bought a house uh, a year ago, and it's got a shop on it, and we're still kind of doing construction on everything. We've got some brand-new tools and, and um, things coming in, in, in the next couple months. So we're kind of eager to see how much it expands from there. Right now, we still do have full-time jobs, though, on the side. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. this has always been just kind of a side hobby for now. But I guess we'll have to see how much uh, demand there is. And, and yeah, because right now, there's not enough time to make it a, a full-time gig. 
and quit my, right, my day right, job. Right, right, right. Well, that, I'm glad you said that because I'm curious. Like, like a set of earrings. Yeah. From start to finish, how much time are you talking about? A set of earrings probably takes about uh, half hour. Half an hour. Twenty minutes to a half hour. Uh, it depends on the type of of earrings that we're we're making. Um, depends on the the finish that people want. We can do a cloudy different finish, or we can make it crystal clear, like it like it was never cut at all or anything. So it really depends on what the customer wants. When we do the custom jewelry day, uh, usually I try to pump them out in about 20, 25 minutes, but that's also because I've already got pieces of glass cut that are already sitting out and people can choose from a piece of cut glass and say, you know, I want it this thin or this short or these kind of edges. And uh, so it really depends on what the customer wants, but 20 to 30. This is fascinating. I mean, it sounds like like something a lot of us want to do. Find something you're very keen on doing, something you have a passion for, and then you know, being able to work with it and grow it, and then suddenly it becomes your your avocation, your work you're working on. Yeah. And and what a great thing to be able to say that you know I'm doing what I what I have a passion for. Yeah. I mean, it definitely started out as a side hobby, and it was growing so much that we definitely saw the opportunity there to make it into a business. And we definitely want it to become a full-time business and taking that leap from the actual day jobs to doing just this is uh, something we want to do. It's, it's a little scary, but uh, I think here in the next couple of years, I think we'll be ready to, to do just that, really. You have a couple other things I'd like to touch on, but before we get too far into this, I mean, if somebody was interested in... Um in glass, uh, they yeah. want to talk to you about how to do this, or they have a piece they're interested in. How would they be able to reach out to you and contact you? What would be the best way um, to get them to talk with you? Probably the best way is to email us uh, at at bunzoglass.com uh, or at gmail.com. Uh, one of the things that we've always kind of stressed is that we we don't really want to create like a, um, a monopoly in this area for, for this because it's actually kind of hard. So we have no secrets. So if anybody is ever interested in, in cutting glass or, or trying to repurpose their glass in similar ways that we are doing, we would love for you to reach out to us. Uh, we would show you all the different things that you'd need to, to do that because the ultimate goal is to have less glass in the landfills. Uh, that's really our number one purpose. It's it's not even really about the sales or anything. It's more about creating less glass in the landfill. So please reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to show you uh, the different products that, to use and and how to how to do this yourself if you'd like. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to bring us back a little bit too because you're talking about like being a green company. Yes, you absolutely. are a green company. Yeah. And that's that's your philosophy in here. You want you want to you want to help us out by you know, repurposing the glass and getting it out of the landfills, getting it off the streets, mm -hmm. and doing something that's beneficial to a lot of people. I mean, that's that's incredible. That's wonderful that you can do that. Uh, Thank and you. thanks for taking on that challenge, and also for being so transparent with it. I, I think that's incredibly uh, generous of you and your time because you're putting a ton of time into this in addition to having full time jobs. Yes, yes, we are right right now. Yeah. Yeah. So you're very, very busy with this. Uh, one more thing. Uh, maybe you have some favorite stories of a piece that you've created. Sure. Like to hear about that or 
uh, maybe some of the other challenges that you're facing. Time, I know, is one of them. Uh, the learning, uh, coming from scratch and picking this up and learning seems to be a tremendous one, but the marketing thing, uh, there's a lot of business things. You know, I'm, I'm so sorry, Luke. Our time okay. is up, and That's I didn't get right. a chance to answer that, but I'm glad I got... Uh, I got you all set up to, to talk about what we need to do next to reach out to you. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and close this out. I'd like to thank uh, Luke uh, Bunzo, for Bunzo for being with us tonight. Uh, we hope that uh, those of in the audience who've had a chance to watch us uh, can learn something from this. Please reach out to him. Let him know that you're interested or if you want to get a uh, custom-made order from him. That, this sounds fascinating. You can, fly, you can find us online at ctrain.isu.edu. Please uh, look us up, check out our classes and courses. Maybe one day we'll be uh, able to include something on class, on glass and, uh, and working glass and maybe the history of glass or Love something it. along your lines. That would be awesome. Uh, please let us know what you think. And thank you for joining us for Sweet Talk. Thank you. All right, you can find us at bunzoglass.com, which is B-U-N-Z-O-W-G-L-A-S-S.com or you can find us at, uh, or emailing us at bunzoglass at gmail.com. And do you have a Facebook page? We do have a Facebook page. That's a great way of reaching us also. You can message us on there. Uh, that's mostly where our stuff gets posted to there and Instagram. <laughs>